Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this extra weekly episode of Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, what we're calling DBQs. On DBQs, myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor Dame Baptiste, and my producer friend, Howard Cohen, aka The Hizzer. Hello. And we're going to be delving into some things that have happened this week in the news. That's right, mate. Uh, it's time to question one of this week's big questions, stories, whatever you want to call it. So let's do it. Let's talk about what does Elon Musk's Twitter takeover mean? As many of you will know, Elon has taken over uh, the. Is it the was it the third biggest social media platform it's one of the biggest social media platforms in the world yes twitter is a unique one given that i think it's a place where people go to hate uh, more than they do on facebook and instagram i think i think to an extent yeah i mean i've always said that if uh human beings have what's called a stream of consciousness then uh, twitter is the sewer yeah yeah uh in that you know when people have mind farts or verbal diarrhea that's where they go to. Yeah. Uh, but people go to Instagram to show off. If you're just yeah. generalizing these places, Facebook is a place to see your friends without seeing them mm-hmm. and, and probably just have a news feed of nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but Facebook is for performative friendships. Yeah. Instagram is for performative <laughs> opulence. Yeah. And uh, Twitter is a place to pretend that you don't, you can tolerate people oh, no. without anyone not Twi- tolerating Twitter them. is like is basically allows you to write on a bathroom wall without having to go and take a shit, <laughs> even though you can tweet while shitting. Yeah. So what's going to happen, Dave? What do we think? What do we think of this man who I, I do have some issues with Elon Musk personally. Just a few. Well, not like on a personal, <laughs> I've never met the guy, but it, it, it feels like we are living in this era of these kind of, I, look, they're, they're, they're these mega bosses. <laughs> the 1% you know. millionaire, oligarchal, megalomaniacal, mm. basically modern day equivalent of what would, they'd be Bond villains if they were in a Bond well, film. You know what? I think if they weren't, you know, uh, in the case of, you know, uh, Musk and Bezos, if they weren't white, people would treat them. Imagine if they were from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> oh, be, oh, yeah. I think. Uh, Do you I imagine think, how people would treat them? I think it would be very different depending on the tax bracket. But I think, irrespective of like race, they're all part of the 1%. And what I say a lot of the time is that the mentality and mindset that comes with being of that 1% probably has, there's a lot of intersectionality between whiteness and heteronormative uh, uh, dispositions as mm. well as uh, being super rich. I think is there's definitely something to be said for any person who is uh, on a life mission to accumulate more wealth than they will ever live to spend, which might be another conversation for another time. But so far as what it means for Twitter, we well, can already see, that because following the confirmation of the purchase last week, uh, the use of the N-word went up 500% on Twitter Wow! after Elon Musk's purchase, which, you know, I think I'm sure you guys may be having insight as to if this is a traumatic observation for me to make. But I'll be honest with you, following 2020 and our pandemic, I'd say no. I think if you 
have felt that you have been repressed on social media, despite the fact that you can use social media with complete anonymity and create a burner account. But if your first point of call after being granted complete and utter unfettered, uncensored freedom of speech and freedom of expression and at the forefront of your mind after years of supposed censorship is to insult black people, that says more about you than it does about anybody you're making derogatory comments about. Hmm. Your life, if all you have to do and all the first thing you can do with your freedom is insult black people, it means you have no life. And I'm at the point now, and this is definitely always going to be a dynamic point of flux when I how I choose to interpret white supremacy and racism. But to think that your point of galvanization with other people and your memories and your opportunity to say whatever you want when you had the chance to do so was to insult black people who form in your part of the world 13% of the population if you're in the States and 4% of the population in the UK. If your mind is preoccupied with the actions of or the need to try and assert superiority over 4% or 13% of the population, you definitely don't feel superior. Mm. If your only memories and your only way that you can feel enriched or feel something good intrinsically is to insult another group of people safe from consequence. It's a very sad life. It's a very, very sad life. And to think that this is a man who is supposed to have exemplified entrepreneurial spirit and free thinking Mm. and acting as he wants and full autonomy and you respect this and you want to emulate this and the most you can do to begin in your journey towards complete freedom of expression as a human being is to insult black people. What is your life? I know what your life is. It's not much. Yeah. And that's... Yeah. And that's just the beginning because what it shows you is, really shows you how narrow and how confined the mind is for white supremacy. That for all of our conversations about freedom of speech and freedom of expression and avoiding censorship and being misled and the need of censorship and political correctness that we see displayed by mainstream media. By the way... Twitter is mainstream media, you fucking idiots. It's like I'm tired of hearing angry white boys talking about mainstream media. If you're on YouTube, it's mainstream media. It's owned by Google, you fucking idiots. And you know who owned it before that? Rupert Murdoch. You know him. He owns the fucking sun. That big old mainstream as fuck 20 pence tabloid newspaper. So it's always been mainstream. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But I digress. Essentially... This idea that you're given freedom of expression when really what it was is that you wanted to be racist and insult minority groups with impunity says a lot about the collective consciousness of a lot of men and a lot of people on social media. And it speaks to the fact that when we've seen a lot of failed comedians go into podcasting and have success because they are equally supported by the same kind of edgelords, Mm. it says a lot about this state of repression that a lot of cisgender heterosexual white men were talking about obviously wasn't really any kind of form of impression or impediment of any rights other than the right to be able to insult people that you clearly perceive to be your physical superiors Mm. by being able to do it with impunity and i guess elon musk through his use of hair transplants and human growth hormone have empowered equally insecure white men with hair transplants and liposuction to assert their superiority on a public platform 
It, or private platform, I should say. Yeah. We'll be back after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome back to the show. It is is mind-boggling because I think, you know, the, the racism thing that you just said, that stat is crazy. But listen... South Africa ain't got a great history there. I know I'm not saying he's a racist man, Elon Musk. I've nothing to base that on. But the 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 the, the, the inability to deal with race relations well for the you know. Well, he realised his fortune from an emerald mine that his parents owned during uh, the height of apartheid. So yeah, yeah. I imagine in order for you to facilitate that, you can't have the best intentions towards people of colour. But uh, yeah, I, I know I'm like I said, I don't much to base on, but you do kind of question there. But the thing I definitely think is gonna rear its head largely because people are so i think there's a i think it's a percentage of the liberal world in the west that is terrified of what will happen if trump uh goes back on twitter which we, which i actually which I, is a good point and i think that's what they're afraid of is that how votes will be able to be divided but to be quite honest howard i wouldn't qualify that as the liberals because you know just to give you an idea of how liberals work Liberals is the idea, the expression of people affirming things like, you know, feminist rights for women in the West. Mm. More than half the white women in America vote for Donald Trump. Yeah, I, I think what <laughs> what I you're not right, I'm just, I think what I'd say is that the the, the reason I'm saying liberals, I think you're if you at the, at the moment, I think for a lot of people, you're, if you're a conservative, you support Trump, and if you're a liberal, you're you don't. Uh, that in America, I think, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, yeah. well, obviously it's different that, here, but, well, but, that, but that's yeah, you're right. That's how polarized it's become, and that's yeah. how original and extreme. And that's why these polls within the political spectrum are. And that's why I think if if he was to go back on Twitter. People are going to be really worried that he's going to be able to kind of influence people. But I have a feeling that's potentially bollocks because if you want to believe in Trump and what he says, which are lies a lot of the time, because that's what he was famous for, lying, um, then you'll already be on his his truth social platform. No, nobody who is a Trump supporter really is paying attention to any real political manifestos. Mm. However... In the case of Elon Musk, I definitely understand what the interest is for him mm. providing a platform for a potential presidential candidate. Yeah. Because even though we see the extreme parts of conser- new conservative ideology, whether it's like restricting reproductive rights, uh, racial suppression, voter mm. suppression, low taxation and deregulation for a billionaire who would be trying to avoid tax or avoid any repercussions for implanting neuro chips into monkeys heads and causing them to die in droves being given the impunity to act or if you're a 
entire business model depends largely on your access to lithium, then having somebody who will deregulate or turn a blind eye to your exploitation of resources, someone who in their last presidential run closed the Environmental Protection Agency and does mm. not really care about the climatological impact of any of the actions yep. or undertakings from whether it's a space program or, like I said, investing using uh, neurological research into the neurochips or uh, mass production of uh, electric vehicles. Mm. If you want someone to do that and sign something without asking any questions about your intentions, then I guess Trump would be your man. Yeah. And I also and I feel like you know having a fake billionaire who wants to become a president uh, postulate and parade in front of television is a perfect distraction for someone who's trying to conduct uh, and to uh, accumulate their wealth without too many prying eyes upon it. Yeah. Also, given the fact that uh, Twitter previously existed as a source of true journalism, because for all of the woes we speak about on Twitter, Twitter also made people aware of, you know, showed the world um, America's treatment of African-Americans with George mm. Floyd's murder. It also showed us the Arab Spring, or people that are being deprived of knowledge about uh, the plight of Iranian students happening at the moment during what might be the uh, early uh, inception of a revolution. Twitter allows us to see these things in a way that historically terrestrial news channels, uh, even with their 24 news hour cycles, have deprived us of. Mm. And that can be a problem with, uh, because if this, if Elon Musk now has centralised power over the editorial that appears on Twitter, then that can be a problem because it means that he is head of a mainstream media institution and, you know, if anyone reports anything on Twitter or uploads anything on Twitter that might uh, affect Elon Musk negatively, he's in complete control to censor that. Yeah. And the idea that he wouldn't do so, I find uh, yeah. very trite. The idea that, you know, he's going to even let any derogatory statements made about him if they have substance or they have legal implications allow mm. that to flourish online is also not very likely. And, you know, I think it really comes down to an overall semantic discussion about when did anyone ever think that news would be pure and impartial. Yeah. Yeah, anytime, and like, I always find it very strange about humanity, particularly in the West, where people believe that uh, the news is uh, pure and organic and comes to us for free, whereas we should pay for utilities, even mm. though physics, and the first law of physics, one of the first laws of physics is that energy can't be created or destroyed. It's always there. And so how can anyone create or patent or own something that has always existed prior to them? Yeah. And... Uh, Clearly, if people own news stations, the news is going to be balanced and biased in favour of its owners. Yeah. So, you know, I guess what will happen on a smaller scale with Twitter or will happen to any media institution is that it will bend and move in servitude of whoever owns it. And typically what happens as well on most mainstream media outlets is an ongoing demonization of black people. So it's just looking like any other news station to me. Well... There you go, listeners. That's been this week's DBQs. And if you're somebody who would fuck Elon Musk, fuck you too, bitches. I'm, I'm tired of this shit as well, Howard, dear. I'm tired of this idea of this vaginal validation of horrible men. I want to just make this very clear. If you're the kind of person who fucks Elon Musk, you're the fucking problem as well. Don't get me wrong. He and people like him can be the problem. But people that fuck people like Elon Musk are the problem too. And I will deal with whatever backlash comes to that by myself. Don't take this shit out, okay? Because if there's one thing about patriarchy and one thing about men is that if your behaviour is validated by interest in women, it will never end. Mm. So if you're going to fuck Elon Musk, I don't want to hear no noise about no misogyny. Shut the fuck up. Just want to add that. Thank you very much. 
See you next week for uh, the DBQs, guys. Goodbye. <laughs> You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste and myself, Howard Cohen. For more from Dane and myself, make sure you follow us on Instagram at DaneSnapTeast and at the Howard Cohen. You can now support us on Patreon. Just search DBQE Podcast and unlock ad-free content and you can watch the full-length video of the podcast. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have a question for Dane, make sure you send us a DM on Instagram at DBQE Podcast and we could feature you in our next episode. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Insanity Group. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.